Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome to the car studio once again. We're, we're slightly, slightly less steamy windows because it's freezing out here. Today. It is. Uh, we're, we're doing a round of the studio. <laughs> we are, moment, yeah. Um, we're at Seal Hain, um, where Gary Johnson has just done his press conference. Um, it's nice to be at Seal, Seal Hain again. It is, yeah. You were at Seal Hain last week I when was. you should have been. Yeah, we, <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that. I was going to draw a discreet veil over that, but you are at least in the right place this week. I Rick. did. I, I read the, the email carefully <laughs> this week. Um, lovely morning out here, to be fair. A little bit on the chilly side. Players just beginning to turn up for training. It's all very exciting. It's been quite a week, by the sound of it. It has. Um, for, um, yeah. for Gary and Aaron. Um, they a long pre- week. They deprived the players of their um, of their liberty on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, after the defeat at Bromley, uh, the day off on Sunday was cancelled, which was a big upheaval for quite a few of them who'd taken their cars up to London. They were going to see family. No, they didn't. They came back, um, and they uh, they they underwent a fairly grueling week of training. What I said. Yeah, it does. The Gary speaks about that, doesn't he? Let's go off and have a listen to what Gary says. Uh, the voices you'll hear are Alan Richardson, you'll hear Dom, you'll hear me, you'll hear Richard, you'll hear Dave Thomas. Won't hear me, I didn't say anything. Oh, well, <laughs> and we'll be back on the other side of Gary Johnson. So Gaffer, this weekend sees your side begin their FA Cup journey at Playmore in a break from league matters. From your team looking to bounce back from two defeats on the road, could this be a good time to have an FA Cup time? Yeah, it, it can be, for sure. I mean... Whatever competition it is, after a couple of defeats, you want to win it. And uh, the FA Cup is obviously very important to clubs like ourselves and Haven. So we've got to be careful. They're, they're a decent team. They're doing very well in the Conference South at the moment. So we've got to give them every respect, as we always say. And, uh, but I, you know, you're always looking forward to the next game after a defeat because it's an opportunity to, you know, to get a get a win, albeit uh, a difficult match. I mustn't forget though that our last home game at Playmore saw your team produce undoubtedly their most complete performance of the season with the 5-0 win against Wheelstone. Winning's obviously a positive habit. Apart from making it through to the first round proper of the FA Cup, a victory could also have benefits for the league form as well, couldn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, a, a win will promote confidence, won't it? That's what we want. And we had... Uh, the last couple of games at home, we've won. You know, we had to turn that around. Um, is that right? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Uh, Wildstone and uh, Southend. Um, and we, we needed to get those, win those games. We had the draw as well at uh, Chesterfield. So we know we've got that in us. The last couple of games have been difficult games, let's say. Um, you know, they, the two teams are going very well at the moment. That we we got beat by both obviously away from home. So we've got to make, you know, we, we, everyone says it, you've got to try and make your home games a fortress, but the reason why I want that is because we want our supporters to see their team winning. And uh, they, know, they know they've got it in them. But um, of course, opposition teams are trying very hard to, to, to stop you in your tracks, and that's what the last couple of teams have, 
have done, but uh, it will show character, as always, if you do come back from a couple of defeats well. And uh, it's nice that it's the FA Cup, because that gets you into the first round proper, which is the aim. And, uh, and then we've got Kingsley in another home game. So whereas we had two away, now we've got two at home, but we've got to make a, adva a, take advantage of that. Now the National League is obviously the team's bread and butter and that occupies the uh, team's attention for most of the season. So for a knockout cup game, is the preparation for a match day any different at all? Uh, no, it's not, it's not different. We all know it's a one-off game. But anyway, league games are, you could say, are one-off games. You know, they're all important as each other. So um, no, I just think that this being the next game is very important for us to put in a performance in front of our fans um, and move on to the next league game. That's all we can keep doing. Now, Gaffer, we were discuss discussing this before. Funny enough, six years ago, you had happened to Waterlooville at this stage of the competition with Cheltenham and a certain uh, Danny Wright scored the win yeah. at that time. What are you expecting from Haven't this time around? Um, Downs has just put his hand up over there because he scored as well. <laughs> and, uh, and people always forget that he scored in that right, same game. Was it the same game, Dan? Yeah. Yeah. And the talkie game as well. Scoring yeah. the talkie. <laughs> so let's let's bring Dan to this. Right in him, always smile about that. But uh, anyway, um, what was the question? <laughs> what are you expecting from Haven't this time around? Again, they've got a good. Obviously, it's a different group. As ours is a different group, um, but. Uh, that, if I remember rightly, it was quite a tight game. It was away, wasn't it? It was away from home. The 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 win when Danny Wright scored was at was at Wadham Road. Yeah. Oh, that was at Wadham Road. Yeah. We drew three three at their place. Oh, yeah. we drew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Gotcha. Well, I've got no room for <laughs> right, no stories left in my head to remember things like that. You know, I have to get rid of some stories. Um, well, to answer your question, is that uh, we knew for them to take us to a replay at that time with Cheltenham. This time we know that their, their manager has brought in quite a lot of lads that have worked with him before in the National League. Um, it's a couple of players that have worked with me again uh, before. Some lads that are coming up against me from previous. But um, we've got to play our game really and as I say, respect them, but we've got to go out and you know, do all we can to to win that 90-minute football match, and uh, but expect a pretty tight game because they're, they're not a bad team. They're only one division below Gaffer, aren't they? And actually in the FA Cup, that counts for very little, doesn't it? Yeah, it counts for very little. You know, I was at Cambridge and when we had a fantastic couple of FA Cup runs and we were always the underdogs, so um, you've got nothing to lose when you're the underdog, but uh, when you're the, the favourite, because we're in league up and um, you know we're uh, we're at home. Then uh, you, you've got to be careful because you've got to come, you've got to come out as if you're the underdogs to have the same attitude as the opposition. Uh, Gary, I mean it's a it's a great competition, isn't it? Because you don't know what the prizes are. I mean, there's some big names going in the first round, even bigger names, of course, in the third round. Yeah. Um, you want you want to get through to the first round. Somebody, was it you, Don, said that we 
we break a record or something. And if we... It'd be the fourth successive year that you've taken us to the first round after four years where we didn't make the first round. In okay. Race, so. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'll let the lads know that. Um, it's good to know. Um, but you just want to, you know, this for me is about winning the next game. Yeah, it's, it'd be great to get into the first round proper and get Sunderland away or something. Um, Sunderland at home. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll wait and see what comes round when that comes round. But, uh, as I say, I like the FA Cup um, and the boys have got to be ready for it. And we'll, They've had a tough week this week. You know, we've made sure nothing was comfortable because we wasn't comfortable watching their last couple of games. So... But this group of lads respond quite well to those sort of things. You know, it gives them something diff uh, to, to think about, something different to think about. Um, and whereas on the first, on the Sunday, it was a, a real problem to everyone because a few of them were going to go home and this, that and the other. But it just made them think of, you know, if they don't perform, then they're not going to get the rewards that they expect. So now they won't expect them because they'll know that, that that sort of threat, if you like, is there. And as I said, whether it's motivation, uh, whether it's a punishment, it doesn't matter. You know, whatever's in your head, you take it how you want it. But at the moment, we need to do something different. And uh, to be fair, we, we put a programme together all week. We there's been no days off. Um, we've done a lot of, lot of work. We've done a lot of work, get the extra couple of days in. And um, hopefully, it will show us in good state and the boys will put in a bit more. They always put in the energy and the effort, but sometimes it's misdirected and they forget about our plan. So they're all sort of working as individuals. So we've had a bit more time now to start working them as a, as a team and uh, that's what we've done all this week. You talked earlier about the home form, obviously picking it up. I mean, have you been doing things specifically differently at home in the last two matches? Perhaps you didn't in the first three? Not really, um, just the boys have to step up to the plate, play well as individuals and understand the team, the team game and uh, not play the game in their own heads and forgetting about everything else. So that's, you know, we, we train pretty similar, you know, we didn't train any different for the winner Wheelstone than we did for the loss at Bromley, you know what I mean? So. You've got 11 players against you. You've got 11 players, characters, personalities, footballers that are all different. So sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but you've got to make sure that you win more than you lose. We've still got a chance to do that, of course, and uh, hopefully starting on, on Saturday. You talked on a couple of occasions there, and I remember a couple of weeks ago you said about them playing the game that's in your head. Is that almost the biggest issue? for you at the moment, do you think, with uh, with your new team? I think they're all trying to do that, um, but you've got to beat the opposition man for man, and 11 v 11, uh, unit to unit, you know, our forwards against their defenders, our defenders against their forwards, and uh, and sometimes it, it, it doesn't come off. Now, obviously, the more consistent teams are winning more than they're losing at all levels, and uh, we've got to turn our season around a little bit because we've uh, we've lost more than we've won and we've got to make sure that uh, we, we turn that around as quickly as we can. Great. Thank you Gary. No problem.
Alan touched on last Sunday, um, and obviously you and Aaron lost your day off as well on Sunday, so it's not a sanction that you use lightly. Did you get the response you were looking for from the players? Yeah, I think so. I think, well, we won't know till, till Saturday, really, but um, we certainly got the response on the day, um, and also, I think the last thing we've done it, but all our electricity at the training ground, which is why I'm well wrapped up, <laughs> uh, has, has, has gone off. So you keep cold as well. Yeah, and they think we've done that on purpose, but actually we, we haven't. Um, and obviously we have to, you know, uh, come here in the cold as well ourselves. But um, uh, I think I think they've responded well daily because they really. I think they've understood why we're doing it. Because when you punish somebody, when you motivate somebody, you explain the situation as well. Why are we doing it? You know, what is the reason? If it was just for punishment, I would just say, right, no, you've let us down, we're going to let you down now, but that don't help you for the next game. So we have to make sure that they understand the reasons. For instance, on the first day that we came back, uh, before we started training on the Sunday, they watched the whole 90 minutes video. So, you know, I, I sort of said, look, our fans and we've had to watch it, now you've got to watch it, you know, because I'm sure they weren't going to watch it at home because you know, not any of them really come out with too much credit on the day. Uh, so you know, they, they, they looked at that, we un they understood what we've got to do in training, we've got to get a lot of runs in, we've got to do this, that and the other, we've got to look fitter. They are fit, but they didn't look fit on that day, and that's, that was disappointing. So they've got to get more, much better stats over the next couple of games than they got at, uh, at Bromley. Is there a lot of chat when they watch a game like that, or is it a bit of a wake-up call for them? A lot of what? A lot of chat while the game is going on, a lot of talking. No, 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 you could hear a pin drop, don't worry about that. You know, in fact, we, we make them anyway assess themselves. So it's the old school one of ticks and crosses, we call it. So um, we make them put a tick next to their name, they're all marking themselves. It helps them concentrate as well. A tick if they've... Um, had a completed pass, a cross if they give it away, uh, a tick with a ring round it if it was an effective pass, made something happen, and a cross with a ring round it if they've messed up and it cost us or the, give the opposition a chance. So that simple thing, yeah. then we can add up all the ticks, all the crosses, and then you say, that's why you lost the game. Yeah. And it also makes them look at themselves a little bit more in depth. On the injury front, uh, how, any news on Danny? Uh, not, not uh, been a miracle, presumably, if he plays this Wright. week, but Danny Wright, is that, is that ongoing or um, where um, it is ongoing? It's still ongoing, and yeah. you know, sometimes <coughs> players make a secret trip to Lourdes, and one day they're not fit, and the next day they are fit. So we've got you know a couple of days to go, so I don't like to no, say no. whether or not that the um, Who's fit and who's not fit? So, no. you know, apologies for that. But yeah. as I say, no, the only reason I asked about Danny is that he seemed a longer term of the ones who are out at the moment. Yeah, I don't think it's that longer term. No, you know, I, I, in fact, he's, well, that's encouraging in itself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's done yeah. his three weeks now. He's out of his boot. That's the the main yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, you know, his, uh, what they call it, not his football boot, but his uh, medical boot. Yeah, yeah his ankle medical boot. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so now it's just a matter of. You know, getting going again, so we'll see uh, 
he's a fit lad anyway. I mean, he'd be working in the gym yeah. uh, all the way through that anyway. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's why he's still playing it at uh, his age. Interesting chat with Gary. Very. Yeah. Um, it's been obviously been, he said it's an uncomfortable week for the players. Um, it's, it's not been... Not been a great week for the fans either, has it? After mm. that Bromley game, it's not been the best week for anyone, really, is it? Um, it's it, it was disappointing, wasn't it? I mean, the the, the Boreham Wood defeat was disappointing, and then and then yeah. to see that performance um, on telly was disappointing, and then you know the Bromley defeat was was more than disappointing. It was, I, it was a poor game. It, it was, was a poor, poor game. Chalky never got going. They did, they didn't play Gary's game. Obviously, they didn't play any game. To be honest, it was just one of those games. It's almost cathartic a game like that, isn't it? You kind of get it out of your system and move on, hopefully. Mm. Mm. Um, he it, wasn't pulling any punches, Gary, was he? No, he wasn't. He wasn't. I mean, there was one bright spot in that game, and it wasn't ours. Uh, it was a goal by Marcus Sablier, which will be Who repeated looks a talent. endlessly. Yeah. I thought he was excellent. I mean, he came off quite early. I was surprised how early he came off, but I thought he was an excellent young player, 18 years old. I mean, you'll, you'll all have seen that goal by now. If you haven't, it's all over social media. It's an acrobatic. It wasn't even an overhead kick, was it? And well, no, it was a kind of volley from with his back to the goal over his shoulder. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it was an interesting one. It's, you could almost see it going across the face of Sean McDonald. I have no idea how that um, how that just happened. But there you no, go. It was, it's exactly. a remarkable goal. Fair play. Marcus Sablier, obviously a great player for the future. Yep. Um, and there's, um, yeah, good, good goal. Good player. Uh, and one, oh, one thing I wanted to say, look at the top of my notes, uh, we forgot the name of Mike Holgate. We did, week. yeah. We were talking about players who have um, who have played for all the uh, all the Devon clubs, uh, and the book on the Devon derbies, Mike Holgate. Absolutely, I, I, I think he actually worked with my dad at some point, so I'm, I'm a bit embarrassed that I couldn't remember, remember his name. But um, he did a, he did a, a few books on Talk United, didn't he? And 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 Devon football. So uh, yeah, sorry about that, Mike, but. Uh, so let's look ahead to uh, Saturday's game. It's the FA Cup. It's the time when part-timers write themselves into the cliché books. You love this, don't you? I love it. It's Richard Hughes, a goal for Richard Hughes, writing his own headlines today in the FA Cup. It'll yeah, there'll be a fireman the scoring, scoring and, and uh, yeah, you know, yeah. there'll, be, there'll, there'll, there'll be a butcher and there'll be a <laughs> candlestick maker. There will. Are the candlestick makers still around? <laughs> there, there must be. If, they, if people want candlesticks, somebody's got to make them. That's true, that's true. There'll be a tinfoil FA Cup somewhere in the crowd. There because will be. One of our listeners will probably make one um, just for... And we've never played Haven't and Waterlooville before. Have we not? We have never played them before. They were... I, yeah, if you'd I, asked I, me, I would have sworn we had. I thought we had, but um, Hayden pointed out to me last night that at the time when we were in National League South, Haven't and Waterlooville were in the Southern League Premier. Right. Um, so we never actually came across each other. I can't find any record of us having I'm played I'm amazed. I, I would have thought we'd played them before, so that's interesting. So... And it doesn't sound like it's going to be an easy game. No, they're a decent side. They've got Joe Ostler is playing there. Scott Rendell is playing there, the much-travelled ex-Torquay mm. striker. Um, we always liked Scott, didn't we? You know, a wholehearted player. He came back for a pre-season trial a couple of seasons ago and didn't look as if his heart was in it at all. But, you know, there was just there's just something about Scott. He gets goals, he gets the amongst <coughs> it. He's like a slimline Matt Reed, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He's journeyman, journeyman striker. You know you're going to get goals out of him, so that'll be interesting. And the one link again, thanks to Hayden. Uh, Charlie Oatway played for Haven't and Waterlooville. He did. Played yes, six I games remember. for them. 
Was it only six games? Six games for Havant and Waterlooville. So not a long career at Havant, but... Uh, Love yeah. you, Charlie. Whenever, whenever people talk about Charlie Oakway, all I can remember is uh, there was a woman who sat sat behind me when I was at a short spell with some friends sitting in the family stand, and there was a woman behind me who absolutely adored Charlie Oakway. And all the way through the game, love you, Charlie. We all adored Charlie Oakway, but I don't remember ever shouting love you, Charlie, from the pop side. But... Yeah, um, they've beaten Billericay and Beaconsfield to get this far. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they're decent. I mean, as Gary says, they're not going to take them lightly. No. I mean, they, 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 these guys have played them before. Aaron Downs has scored against them in the FA Cup before, as you heard. But this is people say banana skin, but they they just they they won't at all underestimate having them all. To no, they, no, no, they won't. Um, I, it's going to be a good game, I think. It's going to be uh, a cracking FA Cup game. I mean, we haven't had any cracking FA Cup games that Torquay have been involved in but no, for ages, no, have we? No, of course not. We haven't had an 11-goal thriller <laughs> for a while, have we? 120 minutes in the first... <laughs> yeah. oh, that was ridiculous. I was thinking about that earlier uh, the other day because, obviously, I was, I was putting together stuff for this week and that game, wow. Quite a game, wasn't One it? Day. That was the Crawley game, of course, in yeah. the first round. Uh, last season, well, I didn't think we were ever going to get home. <laughs> it did go on. I've never written so many. Uh, doing the live match blog, I've never done so many blog entries for one game. No, and I, I, I also that remember one. that I think I was doing it for the Western Morning News, and they only wanted five hundred words. There's no chance of that. Is no, it? Well, I bust that. But yeah, I mean, the FA Cup days are always great. We love the FA Cup. We, I love the FA Trophy. Any cup competition. It you love the Devon the Bowl. Season. I do love the Devon Bowl. I, I'm not even ashamed to admit that I love the Devon Bowl. We're not in it this year. We've pulled out. I did not know that. Um, I don't think that's officially come out. I, 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 it's only because I obviously look at the fixtures and um, for, for, the, for the weekly fixtures yeah. page and everything. And uh, where where Torquay and Exeter were drawn against whoever, the, 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 the whoever's have been given buys. Okay. I, I should imagine that's just because of... Uh, you know the, the problems of the last couple of years, and it's, uh, it's a squad thing, and isn't it's a squad it, thing, yeah. and you know uh, the professional teams. I think Plymouth are still in it, but I think Torquay and Exeter have, and and, and it used to be a thing where you had to play in the Devon Bowl. Yeah, I, I thought it was compulsory. It was a compulsory thing, otherwise yeah. you couldn't play in the FA Cup. I think I think that's the way that, that the local yeah. FA competitions work. That to to qualify to play in the FA Cup, you have to play. Your local competitions, yeah. and that and that keeps um, keeps interest for, for for a lot of the, the smaller non-league clubs. So that's that's obviously waived for this season. That's obviously been waived. I don't I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I did notice that, that Torquay and Exeter aren't playing. I can't say I'm not disappointed. Again, the game at Buckland, yeah, so under the lights, sometime yep. in the round of eight in the Devon Bowl or something. I, I love those games. And in, interestingly, the, um, I don't want this to become a Devon Bowl. Podcast, <laughs> Devon Pole. Po- oh, podcast. I can't even say it. Um, more teams are, have been in it in the last couple of years yeah. because um, the Peninsula League stepped up a level or something, and uh, so so more teams qualified by the the level that they were at. So it, it uh, it's, it's a great competition. It's got a lot of history. Uh, chatting to Gary there as we were. I mean, we didn't ask him the question we ask him every week because we ask him every week whether yeah. he's bringing players in yeah. or not. So we don't know the answer to that. But obviously, you're looking at the squad after Saturday's game. I started jotting things down. You know, where do you need players to come in? 
but it's hard, isn't it? There's no, with the greatest of respect, as we say, before we disrespect somebody to somebody like Rob Street from mm. last season, there's no point in bringing in a Rob Street, a player well, you who's don't... played in under 23s. It's got to be the right player. It's got it? to be the right player, but of course you don't know that Rob no. Street isn't quite ready for men's football mm. until he play, plays men's football. It's really tricky isn't it yeah I mean he's gone back to is it Crystal Palace he's Crystal Palace he's gone back to Crystal Palace yeah. and is still scoring goals in their yeah. under 23s apparently so it's you know he, game, he, isn't it? he's just developing and he just wasn't ready for, 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 for us at that time no despite all of the, the, the hyperbole about him but I mean that's that's the problem that Gary and the management team face isn't it bringing in a lone player we've got I, I say we've got lucky but it isn't luck it's judgement though isn't it but we've got very very Lucky with lone players like Adam Randell, Sam Sherry. You remember Sophie the Jenny, Adam Randells and the, 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 and those the, the are the Sam players we need the, again. The yeah. Jennies because of what they did for us. Mm. But for, for all those that you remember, there's probably two or three yeah. that you don't. And then there's the, the the Rob Streets who just aren't quite ready yeah. for the, the step up to very physical game. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's remarkable that we've got to this this stage of the season. And we haven't had a lone player through the door. That's the first time, probably not not since Gary's been here even, be with previous managers oh, would normally ages. have had a couple of lone players yeah. in by now. So it's it's obviously a case of finding the right one, somebody who's going to slot into the squad, and uh, it's going to be up to the up to the task. I, know, I mean, I spoke to Gary earlier on this week for the Herald, and uh, he's still looking every day. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. says something is happening every day, and it just hasn't come to fruition yet well one player that's another little player that we jotted down um we were talking about boreham wood a lot last week a lad called sorba thomas yes uh made his debut for wales yep in the winner in estonia goal scored by Kiefer moore of course not one that he's going to want for his highlights reel i don't think it was off his toe was it <laughs> he sort of rolled down his shin yeah. just about crossed the line he got a whack in the face for his troubles it was a lively game for Kiefer Moore. He scored the only goal of the game. He got a whack in the nose, yep. which was quite spectacular. And he got himself booked yeah, again he, for a challenge. I mean, referees, come on. Referees these days aren't used to dealing with a, an old-school centre-forward. Well, he's an old-school centre-forward, but more than that, he ha you have to use your arms to jump. Yeah. And if, you're, if your arms are, the, are at the, the level of most players' heads... Then there's going to be a little bit yeah. of contact. It's it's unavoidable. So what do you do? Do you do you, uh, do you ban Kiefer Moore from jumping in a game? It's yeah, it's 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 absolutely impossible for him. But talking about international football brings it. I, I jotted this down because you sent me a cutting from an old Talking United program. I'm, I, I'm doing a lot of uh, housework on my my my, my memorabilia at yeah. the moment. So yeah, I was I was doing it while I was watching the uh, the Wales game. Funnily enough. And, and there's been a massive problem yet again this week. It's tiring to talk about racism on the terraces. And you found a cutting from an old Talker United programme yep. where Mike Bateson actually tackled racism. In capital letters. In capital letters. But this has been going on for so long. There was a problem a while ago on the pop side. We all know about that. Some, play, some uh, fans were weeded out, banned. But <clears throat> what we saw uh, in the England game as well, it was just... just I don't understand why this is still going on, and I don't know what sanction you can apply. What do you do? Do you kick Hungary out? Well, of I the think I think you probably do, but they're not going to, are they? I mean, I mean, we we we've got our own problems. Racism aside, I mean, uh, you know, we had people trying to get into the the European Championship 
uh, final. Yeah. Um, England fans. So that that comes up this week, and and there could be a fine there. Yeah. Be interesting to see what the equivalents are. You know, the the racism fine or ban, as opposed to the, you know, trying to get yeah. into the ground final ban. But we we all know that racism is an, is, is a huge problem in 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 football. I'm you know, not aware of any incidents at Torquay over the last couple of years. No. Um, you know, we, we, we seem, touch wood, we seem to have cleaned our act up a little bit, but back in the day when Mike Bateson had to take to the programme, yeah. there were real problems on the Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was reacting to um, some complaints uh, from a, an opposing player, of racism from the pop side, and he was... He used the word bigoted. You don't want these bigoted fans at our club in, in capital letters. And, and that was 1990, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I hate to tell you that 1990 is 30 years ago, Guy. <laughs> it is, but yeah, in some places those lessons are still not being learned. No, no. Um, but but, I, but I, I, I have to say that I sent it to you because I thought, look how proactive we were being at the time. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder how many clubs, chairmen were being that proactive at mm. the time. Good point. Good point. Um, Talkie's family atmosphere, we talk about quite a lot. There's a community day coming up, the Kings Lynn game, uh, mm. which is Saturday week, another home game. Uh, you look at Kings Lynn and you think, we've got to win that one. Well, we? You do. <laughs> you, do. Or you look at Haven and Waterlooville and think, oh, we've got to win that. Well, one. I thought but that until, no until, until you know, Gary talked about how experienced they are and how... Yeah. Uh, you know, now I'm a bit worried about haven't, but um, not so much about Kings Lynn. You've got to you've got to look at that. A thousand free tickets have gone out to community organisations. That's brilliant. Yeah. Hundred tickets have gone through the NSPCC. Um, that's great. Yeah. That's community excellent. day at Plainmore. It'll have the place rocking. There'll be uh, there'll be a good crowd in there anyway. That will only increase the numbers in there. And it's we talked about this last week. Getting the the, the whole of the community together. I mean, the guy, the PA announcer could do, you could update the crowd on the women's results, you could update the crowd on the kids, how they're getting on, mm. you could even update the crowd on how the old geezers are getting on in the walking league. Uh, the Youth Cup comes up this week as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it, there are so many different strands to Talk United and it's just, just a question of trying to pull them all together and let yep. people know that you can play for Torquay from the age of... Eight or Something under eight, like that, yeah. um, up to eighty. Regarding women, kids, old folks, we all get to play football for Torquay United. Absolutely, but my, my bad back. I was going to try and play for you tonight. <laughs> is it lumbago or something like that? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, old age guy. Friday tomorrow, uh, the youth team are away at Oxford City in uh -huh. the FA Youth yep. Cup. They're also one round away from the round where the league teams come in. Yep. Going well, this Chris Todd's team. Chris has just gone in. Um, we're going to grab a quick chat with him, but he's gone into training. He'll be busy now. Um, they're going really well this season. They've got some good results. Nice to see an FA Cup, FA Youth Cup run, wouldn't it? Uh, wouldn't it be? Uh, I used to enjoy, when I worked for the club all those years ago, I really used to enjoy the FA Cup, uh, the Youth Cup runs. And yeah. uh, I remember especially one game where Kenny Griffiths made a couple of brilliant saves for a penalty shootout. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, that's how long ago it was. Our and goalkeeper now, coach now. Now Kenny's coaching yeah. the goalkeepers. How about that? Be a good luck to the lads in the Youth Cup tomorrow. Um, hopefully, we'll, we'll get the result and uh, maybe even a little bit of footage of that on the club website. Indeed. Slightly less good news this week as well. Uh, Ryan Bowman, ex-Torquay yeah. player, 
uh, taken ill during a match. He's playing for Shrewsbury these days. He was playing at Ipswich on Saturday. Started to feel quite unwell during the game. Had heart palpitations uh, and got himself taken off to Ipswich General Hospital or whatever uh -huh. the general hospital in Ipswich is called. Recovering well by the sound of it. Uh, lots of uh, goodwill messages from Torquay fans. I mean, Ryan was a great player for us. Played for Exeter, played for Motherwell in between as well, now at Shrewsbury. Uh, that's a worry, isn't it? A player in, in you know, at the peak of his career like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Fit player as well. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you don't know, do you? You don't, indeed. So our, our very best wishes. Take it easy at walking football tonight. Yeah, that was that was last night. Yeah, was that's, it? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, got through that one unscathed. But, uh, yeah, there we go. We, yeah, with your bad back as well, Richard, you should be making your debut for us, but... Uh, not, yeah, hasn't quite hasn't quite happened. Yet. I am allowed to play for you now, aren't I? You are. Indeed. I keep on putting it off, but I, w I, I think I might pop over. You've reached the age. I think I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Now. Yeah, I think you probably are. Yeah, it's a good game last night. So this has been another Yellow Army podcast it carried has. out in a car. Yeah, which is gradually steaming up here at Seal Hain. I wonder what other interesting places we got with Bird Hide. <laughs> There, there is one. The bird hide podcast. Stover, there is. It? Should we do it in the bird we're going, hide? We're going, yeah, but we'd scare all the birds. You're supposed oh, that's to keep true. Quiet You've got to keep quiet, bird. haven't you? Yeah. It would be okay. a whispering right. podcast. We'll have, we'll have to try and do that. But uh, thanks for your time. I thought the gaffer was particularly interesting. He was. It was very. He was very cold. Wasn't he was he? extremely. There's no electricity at the training ground at the moment. The play. The players apparently thought that was something to do with the punishment, but apparently it's just a, just an electrical problem. If you watch the video on the club website, I imagine you'll be able to see plumes of condensation <laughs> yeah. uh, from people's breath in it's there. Just, it's just probably perishing. only because they're, they're all wearing masks is the fact that, it, you know, it, there wasn't. And we didn't get a cup of coffee out of it either no, because I know. there's no electricity. There we go. Hard times, hard times indeed. But we look forward to the Haven Waterlooville game on Saturday. Always look forward to the cup. Uh, if you've got a spare half an hour or so, just make a tin foil cup and wave it on Saturday. Yeah. We love a tin Just for Guy. Just for me. Thanks for listening. And as ever, come, come on, on you yellows. yellows.